save time in a bottle the first thing that I'd like to do is to save every day till eternity passes away just to spend them with you if I could make days last forever if words could make wishes come true I'd save every day like a treasure and then again I would spend them with you but there never seems to be enough time to do the things you want to do once you find them I've looked around enough to know that you're the one I want to go through time with If I had a box just for wishes Dreams that have never come true The box would be empty except for the memory Of how they were answered by you But there never seems to be enough time To do the things you want to do once you find them I've looked around enough to know You're the one I want to go through time with Never seems to be enough time To do the things you want to do Once you find them I've looked around enough to know You're the one I want to go through time with Thank you. Time can bend your knees 
Time can break your heart Leave you begging please Begging I'm sure and I know there'll be no more tears in heaven would you Would you be the same if I saw you in heaven? I must be strong and carry on, cause I know I don't belong. Here in heaven Thank you so much Before I play this next song I do want to introduce our guest musicians today um, we have a, a really wonderful couple here that they are based out of Oregon and they've been touring throughout the Southwest and, and on the West Coast. And um, they have a message of clean energy for good in their ministry of music, hoping to educate and inspire and empower people and to create clean energy for all life, inside and out. We have Lori Jones and Eric Montgomery with us today. I hope you give them a really big welcome right now before we go on. Thank you so much. Precious 
when there's less of it to waste. Oh. All my tears were shed No promise left unspoken There were no painful words unsaid You came along and showed me I could leave it all behind You opened up my heart again and much to my surprise, I found love, love in the nick of time. I found love, darling, love in the nick of time. I found love, baby, love in the nick of time. that phrase, here we are. Here we are. Gathered for this time. And it could happen anytime. Tornado, earthquake, Armageddon. It could happen. Or sunshine, love, salvation. Here we are gathered for this time. It could, you know. And that's why we wake and look out. No guarantees in this life. It could happen. Or sunshine, love, salvation, and warmth, sanctuary, connection. Here we are, gathered for this time. No guarantees in this life, but some bonuses, like morning, like right now, like noon, like evening. No 
and I am so excited to welcome everyone today. Congratulations on getting here on time. <laughs> we want to welcome folks here in the sanctuary and anybody in the family room and social hall. It is a joy to be in community with one another. And this morning, instead of having just me up here welcoming all of you, we're going to collectively welcome each other with a brief connective connective activity to get to know someone in the room just a little bit better. As we settle into this space together, bringing our whole selves into this room, I invite you to take a couple moments of silence to try to recall a memory that you will feel comfortable sharing with one person near you. Or, and in the next couple moments of silence, Think of that good memory, one from a long time ago, one that makes you smile. Are you ready to share? Listen carefully to these directions. Okay. We had some people in the nine o'clock service who got a little carried away. Okay. So find one person that you're going to share with and you will share briefly and be sure that each one gets a turn. I'm watching you, okay. Please begin.
If you haven't had a chance to switch, be sure the second person gets an opportunity. Okay, let's start winding down, winding down. We love it. This is great. This is great. We love to hear all of this energy. Woo! Buzzing around. You're building community and you'll have the opportunity to continue that after the service. So I hope you enjoyed meeting someone new or deepening a relationship with somebody that you already knew and got that connectivity going. Thank you all for sharing. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Five hundred twenty-five thousand moments, so oh dear. Five hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred minutes. How do you measure measure a year? What about love? How about love? How about Love, measuring love. Today we're thinking about time. We're going to move into a time of meditation right now. So I invite you to find a comfortable seat, whatever that is for your body today. If you can lengthen your spine, if that works for you, great. If not, fine. Let your shoulders fall away from your ears. Let's take a moment to contemplate where we exist in time. Right now, it's the 11th hour of the day. Here we are. Right now, it's the weekday called Sunday. Here we are. Right now, it's the 12th day of the month. Right now, it's the third month of the year. Right now, it's the 23rd year of the century. Right now, it's the first century of this new millennium. Right now, it is the 4,600,000th millennium of the existence of the Earth. Here we are. Let's hold our place in time gently. And knowing that we are a wink in the eye of existence, let's sit together in the present in silence.
in the peace of this sanctuary, we turn our attention away from the petty distractions of the week and instead turn to the people and places that we love, that we worry about, that we want the best for. We are all together, we are all joined by the fact that we all carry so many cares. As I ring this chime, I invite you to share those cares that are on your heart into our sanctuary. All these we lift up to the great powers of healing and renewal known by many names. Let's join our hearts in prayer. Spirit of life, God of many names, love that surrounds us. We pray for those whose choices for reproductive care have been taken away. And for the clinicians forced to choose between allowing terrible harm to come to their patients or following the law. We lift up the attendees of the UU Principles and Sources class yesterday. May their Unitarian, journey, Unitarian Universalist journeys help them find meaning and purpose and community. And may we all grow deeper in our spiritual practices. We give thanks for the organizations that we share our campus with, for the Albuquerque Center for, for Spiritual Living, for the Manara Muslim community, and for Vanguard Behavioral Health. May they bring understanding and healing into the world. We mourn with all those who grieve losses, lost partners, lost friends, lost love, lost opportunities, May they, we, find grace in releasing what we can no longer have. May they, we, know consolation. And we give thanks for the beating heart of generosity that makes the world more kind. May we all give and receive. Let's pray with the words of Tanya Cothran. God teaches to consider also how others experience the world, to understand how our reality and their reality are different, and yet they share qualities of the same core desire. Teach us to listen for shared feelings, for places of connection. Teach us to be curious and open to hearing differences. Teach us to love into brokenness, to give space for, to be patient with healing. Let us be strong in our vulnerability, in our not knowing, in exposing our less than perfect scary bits to those around us. Give us the courage to face judgment and scorn and hatred on behalf of the greater good. Let us be disciples of essential goodness, strong in our knowing that in each being there is a divine light of the soul. Give us the strength, God, to keep feeling empathy even when we are tired and broken. For it is then that the divine is feeling empathy through us. Amen. Love be with you. On the subject of time, I wrote this next song as a reminder, really, to myself that although only the present moment is, is truly real, so it's called It's Enough.
trying to move forward trying so hard to find a better way when my mind won't stop when I'm beating myself up I know it's time to stop and gently say it's, it's enough, enough to feel the breeze on my face It's enough to just breathe life It's enough to know the love that's in my heart And it's enough just looking in your eyes When I first became a parent and I would mention the lack of sleep or the incessant diaper changing, people would warn me to enjoy it now because the days are long but the years are short. Have you heard that one before? The days are long but the years go by quickly. We have myriad ways of measuring the time in our lives. We're surrounded by clocks and watches, calendars, phones, alarm clocks, each reminding us that we're late or early, we're running out of time or feeling like time is standing still. And speaking of that, this year has flown by. How could it be that my internship is nearing its final months? What is time? It depends on who you ask. Philosophers, physicists, psychologists all offer different explanations. Most physicists agree that time had a beginning 13.8 billion years ago with the Big Bang. And long before our modern tools, humankind measured time by the seasons and the observance of the location of the sun in the sky 
and the presence of night and day. Humans have created systems to keep track of it all. But the more we try to think rationally about things like losing an entire day as we move through the time zones, or something as mind-boggling as the fact that on top of Mount Everest, time is passing just a little bit faster than it is in Death Valley, thanks gravity. The more it just seems abstract and not quite real. And nothing exemplifies the arbitrary nature of time better than daylight savings time, where miraculously, at 2 a.m. this morning, we all lost an hour of our day. Now, instead of 24 hours in this day, we have just 23. Time is both a conceptual way of organizing life and a completely made up and subjective thing. And regardless, as humans, we're consistently aware of the fragility of time. Namely, that we each only get so much of it. And as Unitarian Universalists with no creed or certainty telling us whether there is some form of life after death, we get to wrestle with the vulnerability of that finite amount of time. Unitarian minister Forrest Church once said that religion is our human response to the dual reality of being alive and having to die. In some ways, we come together as a church community to make sense of the impermanence of our lives. Dozens of time management books are written each year to address squeezing more time out of our precious days but we can't really control or manage time itself. And even if we could, does that really make us feel less vulnerable? Perhaps a more meaningful approach to our finite days is to play with the way we perceive time, knowing that we've all had an experience of time stretching or shrinking. There are two main ways we currently perceive of time. One is the way our brains experience it live, in the moment, right now. The other is the way we look back and perceive time through memories. Dartmouth neuroscientist Peter Tsai says, we don't have a single perception of time. Our brains have a very fluid view of this concept. So knowing that our perception changes, maybe we can use that knowledge to stretch our time intentionally in positive, meaningful ways that lessen our sense of vulnerability to the passage of time. Studies show that just the smallest break from routine, like having bubbles spontaneously occur during a sermon, can alter our perspective of time. So I invite you to take a breath and take a moment to watch the bubbles. Notice what you see. Maybe it's the size or the colors. Maybe it's our kiddos playing with them. Maybe watch a single bubble and follow where it goes. 
Notice the sensation you felt when you first saw them. Maybe it was confusion or amusement. Maybe it's joy. Do bubbles conjure up any memories for you? My first experience leading meditation here was a lesson in perceived time. Our practice here at First Unitarian is to take two full minutes of silent meditation. So the first time I introduced the meditation and then in preparing for silence, I glanced down at my watch so that I didn't rush us through. And then I closed my eyes and I tried to relax into the moment. And after what seemed like an eternity, I opened my eyes and I glanced at my watch. 30 seconds had passed. <laughs> 30 excruciating seconds. I'm sure we each have examples like this. Did anyone here feel like your perception of time was completely warped during the pandemic? For some of us, it sped up. For some, it slowed way down. One reason for this is the way our brains process routine. For some, the pandemic became a monotony of waking up and going to sleep, one big loop of days with less of the normal markers of time passing. Thank goodness we at least had online services to remind us when it was Sunday. For psychology professor Ruth Ogden, each day became a slog. She said, I could not believe there were 24 hours in the day. It dragged like a massive concrete block behind me. But in hindsight, she says the distortion of that time feels different, like it didn't really happen. She says, I can't really remember anything about it. So in some ways, it seems quite short. Throughout this service, we've been intentionally playing with the perception of time. Our welcome time this morning was our first example. Usually, our worship leader shares a few words of inclusive welcome. It isn't usually interactive. This morning, we did something different. We were invited to recall a memory and then turn to a neighbor and share with them for a few minutes. Novel experiences make time feel like it's lasting longer than it is. There's a minor paradox here where some of you who enjoyed the experience were able to savor it. Those of you who are uncomfortable might have thought it took forever before it ended. Either way, just the act of moving out of our normal routine stretches the perception of time in the moment. Another way we played with time today was during the meditation. Reverend Bob walked us through a moment of getting in touch with how very small we are compared to the grand scale of the universe. The act of experiencing awe can stretch how we perceive time. Did any of you get to see the total solar eclipse back in 2017? A few of you. Totality was a life-changing experience for me. We drove to a remote part of Oregon and pitched a tent in a field that was expected to get the full effect of the eclipse. Suddenly, the temperature dropped, the earth went silent, and we were plunged into darkness. Totality itself lasted just over two minutes, but the sense of awe was so enormous that it felt like time had stopped. Maybe you've had similar experiences. The beauty 
of experiencing awe is that it doesn't need to be one of those once-in-a-lifetime experiences. It can be as simple as our meditation time together, allowing ourselves to just fully immerse into the mystery and wonder of our world, to revel in humility and wonder about all we do not know. And then the bubbles, of course, were another way of experimenting with time. In addition to breaking out of our routines and feeling surprise, the bubbles invited us to notice, to be present in the moment and intentionally pay attention to what's happening around us. If you're paying attention, you're actually processing more units of information per unit of objective time. And that makes time feel subjectively longer. In other words, as our brains process experiences, they either say, oh, this is familiar, I've got this, and they default to autopilot. Or if it's different or unexpected, they say, wait, what? And they slow down to process all of the new information, making more mental notes about what is happening. Moments like the bubbles cause our brain to register more timestamps, lodging the moment in our memories. Perhaps you'll remember more of this service than if it was more routine. In essence, we remember unique experiences as longer because we record more of them. This is just one theory as to why, as we age, our lives tend to feel like they move more quickly. As we experience more, our brains interpret more experiences as familiar and less as unique. And thus, our perception of the later years in our life might feel like they move more quickly. And yes, that can lead to the perception that the years are short. Stretching our perception of time won't make us immortal. But paying more attention in the moment, seeking experiences of awe, breaking out of our routines, might help us feel it may, might help time feel more meaningful and less vulnerable. Ruth Ogden calls these beautiful incidental moments. The incidental piece of that is important. The word incidental implies without intention. So it's not necessarily important to constantly try to create these beautiful moments. More so, it's important to recognize them and to make meaning of them as they happen. Friday morning, I woke up and I discovered that something in the technological universe had misfired. And my draft sermon, which I had been slowly writing for weeks, had disappeared. I spent several hours, which seemed like days, trying to troubleshoot. And when I finally acknowledged that I would not be able to recover the documents, and I had a good tantrum, I sat in meditation over the irony of my situation. No matter how much I wanted to stretch my perception of the remaining time that I had to prepare, it was still just two days, 48 hours. Minus one hour for daylight savings, so 47. No amount of stretching my perception would actually give me more time. And in my meditation, I came back to the readings I had been poring over the day before about how our brain perceives time. And I remembered another article I had read about research that was just published last week. This research discovered that the moment-to-moment -moment experience of time is synchronized with and changes with the length of a heartbeat. Our experience of time is synchronized with our heartbeats. One of the co-authors explained, in intervals too brief for conscious thought or feelings, the heart regulates our experience of the present. 
As our heartbeats quicken or slow, our feelings of time in the moment also changes. In essence, we feel the seconds and minutes and days of our lives through our hearts. And that felt like a truth that we inherently know. As much as we want to, we won't think our way out of the passing of time in our lives. There wasn't anything I could change about the 47 hours I had left till Sunday morning. No matter how much I worked on stretching how my brain perceived time, the only thing I could do was accept the time with my heart. It's important and good to do what we can to make our moments meaningful and joyful, stretching them in ways that help them feel like less of a blur. And when it comes down to it, we can't just try to make sense of time with our brains. The heart regulates our experience of the present. And the heart of the matter was that it wasn't that important to have the perfect sermon. At a heart level, what was important was much deeper. Community. Connection. Presence and care. Our lives, in this form at least, are finite. We have only so much time, no matter how arbitrary and abstract that concept is. We can try to manage it. We can even play with our perception of it, making it more meaningful and joyful, and even making it appear longer than it is. And our time is finite. Perhaps the only way to truly experience our lives as beautiful, incidental moments is to move from a conscious, brain-centered understanding of time to one more subconscious, essential. Internalizing a feeling of time in all its vulnerability with our hearts. May it be so. If there's anything that says time in our physical world, I think it's seeds, the connection to seeds in time. So how apropos that our new change for the future recipient for this quarter is Seed to Need, a nonprofit volunteer organization dedicated to reducing hunger in our community by growing fresh fruits and vegetables for donation to local food pantries and the Roadrunner Food Bank. Seed to Need has donated over 725,000 pounds of produce since the project began in 2008. They grow vegetables and fruit trees on a community farm, as well as glean fruit from other growers in the Corrales area harvesting nearly 34,000 pounds of produce in 2022. You can donate to Seed to Need by dropping your loose change in the collection box or by using the envelope on the back of the chair, writing CFF on the envelope. We will now gratefully accept the offering.
these mighty precious days we lift our heads above the haze knowing we were made for these times rising up to light the sky in these mighty precious days we are the ones to lead the way the map is written on our hearts hand in hand we make this start these days What is generously given is received with gratitude. Thank you on behalf of First Unitarian and Seed to Need. We have a few announcements. Take it away, Anna. Okay. This, this week, watch for a message from the Board of Directors calling a special congregational meeting. The meeting will take place Tuesday at 6 p.m. on March 28th on Zoom. The purpose is to authorize replacing the roof on the religi religious education building. Also, would you like to meet people and have meaningful conversations on Sundays after church? An enthusiastic yes. There's one. <laughs> After the 9 a.m. on Zoom service, we do encourage people to join a breakout room and explore a, a sermon question together. So, after the in-person 11 a.m. service, look for the chat tables in the social hall. We'll introduce ourselves, talk about the Sunday sermon, and get to know each other. So as Unitarian Universalists, we love asking questions. Questions like, what do I actually believe? And why do I believe it? And perhaps more importantly, what do we believe as a congregation? What are we believing together? Well, I want to invite you to engage with and go deep, more deep on those questions in a four-part course I'm teaching called Creating Theology Together, where we'll explore our individual theologies, but also talk about what our theology is as a congregation. 
So that starts April 1st. It's four parts. There's more information in the broadsheet, but if you're interested, I'm, I'll be around after church to talk about it too as well. So I hope you can join us. It's really fun. It's also super interactive. It involves pipe cleaners, among other things. So check it out. We're also, folks may remember when we were just only doing Zoom, we always had a, a question at the end of every sermon for folks to think about. So we're going to start doing that again. The question today is, what ways have you found to make meaning to make meaning of and accept the passage of time in your life? How are we making meaning of and accepting the passage of time in our life? All right. We love our visitors. And if there's anyone here who is here for the first or second time, if they want to put your hand up, um, we'd love to give you a warm welcome. Hi. Thanks so much. I'll tell you what. For folks, for, for the regulars here, try to remember how much courage it takes to walk into a church for the first or second time and deal with all of it. It can be pretty overwhelming. So my hat is off to all of y'all for coming out and giving it a try. So uh, and why don't we all rise and body your spirit for a greeting mutually with one hand on your heart, the other hand reaching out towards this community, your companions on the journey. And blessed be. Sam Bush. I don't think you heard me there for a minute. Our closing song today is Take a Little Time, Howlin' at the Moon by Sam Bush. And I want to give a big thank you out to Lori Jones and Eric Montgomery one more time. I hope you'll join us in singing the chorus. The words are in your order of service. This is one of Kristen's favorite songs. Take a little time for sunshine. Take a whole lot of time for love. Take time to praise and thank heaven up above. Take your life as it may come. Cause boy, it'll be gone soon. Take a little time for howling at the moon. Somebody said, keep your eyes open. Gotta keep your feet on solid ground. You gotta take time to take a real good look at everything you've found. Take your life as it may come. Cause boy, it'll be gone soon. Take a little time for howling at the moon. You're gonna sing. Take a little time for sunshine. Take a whole lot of time for love. Take time to praise and thank heaven up above. Take your life as it may come. Boy, it'll be gone soon. Take a little time for howling at the moon. So I try to keep my eyes open. Try to live my life from day to day But it seemed that life's unhappiness Kept leading me astray Till I saw a friend go down hard Sing a different tune Take a little time for howling at the moon Sing it again Take a little time for sunshine Take a whole lot of time for love Take time to praise and thank heaven up above. Take your life as it may come. Cause boy, it'll be gone soon. Take a little time for howling at the moon. Take a little time for sunshine. Take a whole lot of time for love. Take time to praise and thank heaven up above. Take your life as it may come. Cause boy, it'll be gone soon. Take a little time for howling at the moon. Take a little time for howling at the moon. Take a little time for howling at the moon. May each of our days be filled with beautiful, 
incidental moments go in heart-filled vulnerability and love. Time for sunshine, take a whole lot of time for love. Take time to praise and thank heaven up above. Take your life as it may come, cause boy it'll be gone soon. Take a little time for howling at the moon. Yeah. Take a little